Listener supported. WNYC Studios. From NewSounds.org, this is the Soundcheck Podcast. This is a soundcheck session from our archives. Those archives go back 20 years, but this session is slightly more recent. It's from 2018. This is the Soundcheck Podcast from NewSounds.org. I'm John Schaefer. The singer and songwriter known as Serintip is based here in New York, but like so many musicians here in New York, she came here from somewhere else. Actually, in her case, from two very different somewhere else's. She was born and raised in Thailand, but spent her teenage years in her mother's homeland of Sweden before making her way to New York. Her debut LP is called Tribus, and it too seems to come from several different places at once. You'll hear electronic music, jazz, and pop all blended together, often to startling effect. Serintip and her band are here in the Soundcheck studio today to play some songs for us. This first one is called In My Garden.
That's called In My Garden, and it's a song from the uh, the singer and songwriter known as Serintip. She uh, sings and uses some pedal effects that uh, mostly we associate with electric guitar, but arrayed in front of her microphone here in the studio. Andrew Friedman at our piano with his electric keyboard as well. James Quinlan playing the bass, and behind our drum kit is Nolan Bird. Serintip, to you and the band. Welcome to Soundcheck. Thank you so much. I, it's funny the difference a little change of keyboard makes. Mm-hmm. You know, on the record, it's this kind of lush electronic thing. It kind of reminded me almost of like prog rock circa 1975 or something. Yeah. And yet, <laughs> with with the piano taking its place, you really hear more of the jazzy element in this version, it seems. Definitely. Uh, jazz <laughs> is, is an important part of this kind of musical stew that you create, right? Definitely. I mean, all of us, but especially me, I've been studying jazz since I was 14. Mm-hmm. So it's we all come from jazz. And like I think that's the coolest part about jazz. It's like this, you know, um, sponge mm. that just sucks in stuff from all parts of the world and then you can like create something new out of it and that's what I wanted to do. So if you were 14 you were in Sweden by that point right? So you're born spend your early years in Thailand Mm -hmm. then move to Sweden now you're here in New York. The obvious (laughs) question is where is home for you but I want to ask that both like where is literal home for you but also where is Mm. your cultural home? It's a really tough question. Um, I think home is where my heart is. I mean, that's just like yeah, a I've super heard cheesy that one <laughs> answer, but that's pretty much true because, like, I think in a way, I saw this documentary about how, you know, how much people are traveling nowadays. But in a way, you're not really traveling because you're always traveling to the same kind of people and communities around the world. So for instance, if you live in Stockholm, in Stockholm center of the city, and you go out in the boroughs where a lot of immigrants live, then actually that is a longer distance of traveling than going to New York. Mm -hmm. So I think home for me is, it is New York, it is Stockholm, it is Bangkok because of the people in it. Mm -hmm. And for you, that kind of uh, going from Bangkok to Stockholm, Mm -hmm. it seems like that would be both a literal and a metaphorical journey. Definitely. Uh, and so how much of how much of that do you feel, those early, you know, Southeast Asian roots? Mm-hmm. How much do you still feel attached, feel the pull of, of that part of the world? Um, I definitely do still feel a lot of it. I think that a lot of my um, kind of like humbleness comes from being born and raised in Bangkok. Mm. And kind of like this feeling of responsibility to take care of my family also comes from that part. Now, now, let me ask, is that a gender thing? Is that because, you know, that's a woman's role in traditional Thai society? or It is a cultural thing because the welfare system in Bangkok is not as good as, as it is in Sweden, for instance. Mm-hmm. Um, well, very I think, few places are. Yes, yeah. America is a little better than Thailand, but Thailand is not good at all. So it's like the kids are expected to take care of the parents. Yeah. So every time I go back, my family's like, how are you doing? When are you going to move back and like take care of your dad? Because my dad still lives in Thailand. So what was your first language? <laughs> People ask me that too. So I don't know. I think I started to speak three languages from the very beginning because I spoke Thai with my dad. I spoke Swedish with my mom. And then we spoke English together. 
Ah, so that was the lingua franca in yes. the family was yes. English. Okay, so when it, when you started writing songs, it was natural to default to English? Yes. Mm-hmm. I think that was because that was the only language I could communicate with both, both Sweden pa- and Thailand. Yeah. Yeah. Wow, that's interesting. So uh, this really is a kind of a a 21st century phenomenon, you as, as a person, but also this kind of welter of cultures that's reflected in the music. Yeah. So the album is called, it's T-R-I-B-U-S, and you're, you're saying it tribus. Tribus. So you never studied Latin, obviously. No. <laughs> <laughs> because in Latin class, you'd get a, a, a little snooty look from the teacher for saying it that way. <laughs> it just sounds more contemporary and like westernized yeah. Yeah, by, yeah, yeah. by saying tribus. So it, it's the Latin word for tribe. Yes, or for three. The threes have is like a pattern throughout my life. I know three languages. I've lived in three continents. Um, people say that I have like three voices when I sing. Mm-hmm. Um, my birthday is 21st. Two plus one is three. Of March <laughs> is three. So it's just it felt like it was meant to be. <laughs> like, like an episode of the Twilight Zone is yeah. broken out here. <laughs> that is interesting, you know, the idea that it can mean both a tribe, but also this idea of three, yeah. you know, threeness. Uh, you're doing three songs for us today. Yes. This next one actually begins with you speaking in Swedish, right? Um, on the record, but not today. Ah, okay. <laughs> uh, so what happens in this live version of uh, Nothing in the Room? Because that is in Swedish on the record. Yes. Um, it's actually a poem written by Dalai Lama. Um, it's called The Paradox of Our Age that I translated to Swedish. And then it ends with another text by, oh, I'm not going to say his name because I'm going to say it wrong, um, by another guy. <laughs> <laughs> now, you um, can't chicken out like that. <laughs> you got to give it a the shot. The poem is called The Art of Giving. So I thought those two worked really well together. Okay. All right. I'll let you slide. <laughs> so this is uh, Nothing in the Room and Then the Song Pretend. Yes. Right? Okay. So uh, once again, here is Serintip and the band live on Soundcheck.
That is Serintip and her band here in the Soundcheck studio, the song called Pretend. And uh, Serintip, the kind of vocalese thing that you built up layer mm-hmm. by layer at the beginning, that's a version of the song Nothing in the Room. That's the end of Nothing that's in the, the Room. That's the end of Okay. Uh, both of those appear on Tribus, which is Serintip's debut LP. That's a really that kind of looping effect is something we've heard, you know, it's, it's not completely uncommon mm-hmm. or unheard of these days. But when it's well done, there's a, a beautiful kind of effect that you get. Well, Thank you. And for you, as you're doing mm-hmm. it, are you counting furiously to stay? Are you, is it all feel? How, does, how do you do that? It's a lot of feel for me, which means that sometimes it goes well, sometimes it doesn't go well. well yeah, and because if, of the mechanics of it. So if there's like a little tiny break, exactly that gets... But, but, but then the thing is, it becomes a rhythmic break, and exactly. you, you can work with that. Exactly. So um, I was very fortunate to open up for Wayne Shorter at the Polar Music Prize in Stockholm. And afterwards, he had like a polar talk. So it's like a TED Talk, but it was, it was called Polar Talk. And he was talking about how there are no mistakes, only new beginnings. Mm. And that inspires me every time anything goes wrong. Because when you're using a lot of electronics, things will go wrong. Yeah. As much as we love computers, <laughs> computers break. Yeah. So then you just need to like find a way to make the magic appear. I mean, this is part of being a jazz musician, is to be able exactly. to improvise in the moment, exactly. respond to things that happen. Uh-huh. Uh, I did know that you had met Wayne Shorter because on your Facebook page is a <laughs> picture of you and Wayne Shorter, and yeah. you're clearly very, very excited to have met. So was he like one of your heroes when you were studying jazz? Definitely, yeah. yeah. And who, Ella? Were there jazz singers that you particularly looked up to? Oh, there are a bunch. I mean, there are the obvious ones like Ella and Billy, um, but I also love Carmen McRae, mm-hmm. Betty Carter, um, Bobby McFerrin, 
mm-hmm. is a huge one. So that's why I'm so happy that I have this like low octave pedal because <laughs> I can pretend that I'm Bobby. So you when can I drop your it. voice and exactly. get the Darth Vader sound. I mean, I can do some kind of low dark voice, but <laughs> with this, I can really go like super low. Yeah. <laughs> well, now uh, speaking of voices, you mentioned before with all the threes, you've three languages, mm-hmm. you've lived on three continents. People say you have three voices. Yeah. What what do they mean by that? Um, they mean that I have this very like pretty voice, kind of like angelic. Mm-hmm. And then I have the edgy voice. And then I just have, I guess, like a plain middle voice. <laughs> <laughs> and it's pretty much the edgy voice that we hear in the single yes. from the album yes. <laughs> called Shut yeah. It Up. And I also have the kids' voices for the backing vocals. Now, are those genuine kids or is that your voice, voice pitched up? No, it's just me doing it with yeah. my voice. Right. And is it all in English? Because It's all in Thai. It's in Thai. Okay. Uh, I mean, the, the main line is clearly in oh, English, yes. but yeah, the stuff in the background. Um, it reminds me a little of Kate Bush, who back in the <laughs> 80s, you know, had all these, uh, you know, not three. She had like three dozen voices yeah. that she could, uh, was, uh, did growing up, were you aware of her? I actually never knew of her until you wrote it on your post. <laughs> then I went into YouTube and like, oh, I can kind of see it, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this song, um, as I say, this is the single, mm-hmm. and this really has kind of a cutting edge to it, it seems, both musically yes. and in terms of what the lyrics are about. Mm-hmm. You want to just give us a brief thumbnail before we hear it? I wrote this right before I moved to New York. I was working at a jazz club in Stockholm on top of my studies, and I was kind of like doing coordination and production job, and I was becoming very good at my job mm-hmm. because I think that's also like a millennial female thing that a lot of girls work hard and then become really good. They work hard. So one of my biggest, biggest inspirations, she asked me if I wanted to become her manager. And I'm like, oh, I'm becoming too good at my extra job. So I decided to like leave all that comfort behind and like, I'm gonna move to New York, do my thing. Mm. This song is about letting go of all those things and just like shooting for the stars, going for your dreams. Yeah. All right. Well, let's <laughs> let's hear the song. Serintip is my uh, guest here in the studio with her band. This song is out there. Uh, it's it's the single. It's called "Shut It Up." And here is a live performance.
That is Serintip live with a version of Shut It Up, the single from her forthcoming record called Tribus. I am so relieved, A, that that <laughs> song works so well live, and B, that I wasn't going crazy when I just could not figure out what the backing vocals were singing. So that was, <laughs> that was all, all the backing stuff is in Thai. Yes. Is your name part of what you're singing in the background there? Mm, no. Okay. All right. I just I thought I heard Serintip <laughs> yeah. in there, but so are we allowed to know what the Thai words sure. mean? What? So the first part, Arai Arai Kapakmasi. That is what 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 are you talking about? Ah, okay. And then the second part, Yutkit That is, stop think, close your mouth, stop thinking. Huh. And then for the chorus. She went That part is life is too short. Nice. So shut it up. Life is too short. What was break most... me down just like a boy? Split my back and lick my bones. Right. Yeah. So what I find interesting and what just happened here is you having to like pause and and translate from yeah. all the different <laughs> languages in your head. Yeah, so I'm like, wait, which folder? Swedish, Thai folder, no American. Yeah. Yeah. It's a it's a really neat song. And thank you. uh Tip, thank you so much for coming in, bringing the thank boys you so and much, playing John. for us. Show me a star. You've been listening to an episode of the Soundcheck Podcast from our archives. Our technical director is Irene Trudell. Our producer is Karen Havlick. I'm John Schaefer. You can see and hear much more on our website. Check it out at newsounds.org. Tonight.